Howdy, and welcome to Christian Radio. My name is Christian Heider. On this episode of Christian Radio, I sit down with my good buddy Blake Haggett. Blake is a third-generation commercial real estate professional here in Boise and one of the most dynamic social media personalities I know, not just here in Boise, but on the internet. Blake's understanding and use of social media for commercial real estate is, is in my opinion, top 1% for all, all commercial real estate folks. Anybody in commercial real estate, architecture, engineering, construction, business in general can learn a ton from Blake. Blake is one of those dynamic dudes that I could sit and talk with for hours, literally for hours. And, and I'm lucky enough that Blake and I do sit and talk for hours on a, on a fairly regular basis. I'm hoping to do more, more, have more conversations with Blake here on the podcast because his, his experience and enthusiasm for marketing and social media, our city of Boise, and, and commercial real estate, I, I think is invaluable to a lot of people. And he brings a ton of value to, to all of us. So enjoy this episode with Blake, and I will see you on the other side. So just like that, yeah, you push the button and, and now we're now we're doing it. We are live. <laughs> we are. Ladies and gentlemen. Live here on Christian Radio, recording from downtown Boise. I love the name, by the way. Christian Radio. <laughs> I kicked around a few different names and that was really the only one that like stuck. Yeah. Like you know, down Boise podcast, you know, business podcast, whatever, but no, you know, Christian Radio is I had the best. To, I had I, to. I'm thinking of restructuring mine to just Blake Haggett, something too. Yeah, you got a personal brand. See, and that, and, that, and, and that that was part of it. If you know, just because you know of the spelling of my name, like it's it's pretty recognizable. Like I feel like I had to do that. I had exactly. to. Yeah, yeah. It's like like automatic brand. Yeah. Thanks for having me today. For man. sure, man. Glad glad to see you here in here in downtown Boise. Oh yeah, Boise. So, so what's what's new and shaking in the world of commercial real estate here in Boise? Oh my goodness, uh, a lot is changing. I know that we were uh, just chatting off the record a little bit of how much attention. Um, Boise, Idaho is receiving, yes, and I yes. don't want to, you know, preach to the choir, but Boise is growing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think it's a positive thing for the town. I Absolutely. think that and we even, have, even as a native Boise kid, you still feel like it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I do see the frustrations from the people that have lived here for 40, 50 years, and Absolutely. they're like, our town is changing. Totally. Okay, we'll go move to Sun Valley, or mm-hmm. you know, you got to pick. Yeah. You got to live somewhere that suits your needs where I think that the city officials, um, the way that planning and zoning is working recently, they've mm-hmm. really, um, they're, they're doing it the right way. Absolutely. I've seen some projects get shut down in the last few years that would have jump-started our city, but at the same time, they're very cautious about yes. what's going up and when it's going mm-hmm. up. So, you know, commercial real estate is uh, one of those elusive things that you kind of know things before the general public does, so absolutely, it's fun. Absolutely, But at the same time... Well, yeah, um, I mean, you, and you guys get to know stuff before I do. I mean, a lot of times, you know, on the design side, yeah. you know, on the architecture, engineering side of things, you know, where I live, you know, we get to know stuff pretty early on. But until somebody buys a building, leases, you know, leases a space, you know, buys an old building or buys some land, like, nothing's going to happen. So, yeah, so you guys, I mean, you are the first one in on stuff. Exactly, yeah, we're putting together the projects. We're, you know, putting the landlords and the, and the tenants together much much sooner before most people hear about Absolutely. it. So it's it's fun, but at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, is a pipe dream. And totally, you can totally. see it fit together, but it doesn't quite get across the finish line. So as, as, as a salesperson and somebody, you know, who, who does what you do, I would imagine that, that qualifying 
you know, potential clients is, is really important because I, I would think that it'd be really easy for somebody, like I said, with a pipe dream or some crazy vision to come to you and waste so much of your time talking about stuff and thinking about stuff and having you put numbers together and do stuff for them to then realize, oh yeah, I actually don't have any money to do this stuff. You know, you know but, what? But thanks that's, for your time. That's bro. something that has been um, a big learning lesson for me sure. in 2019 yeah. is where the time is allocated and is that person qualified to get to the next level where, you know, I I have gotten much, much better in this past six months, honestly, is nice. pre-qualifying, screening people. I'm not trying to be rude to you. Totally. But I my time is valuable. Absolutely. And your time is valuable as well. Yeah. You know, I, I bet you run into the same issue, maybe not to the extent that we do, because usually something's locked in before they engage with you in ways. Not, not definitely, not <laughs> always. And that's, and, and same with you, that's been a big learning curve for us. I mean, when we started, Anybody who even, you know, called us or, you know, was nice enough to send us an email, we'd jump and, yeah, let's do it. Let's get crazy. Let's do concepts in the stream. We'll try to figure this stuff out. And, you know, and we do a bunch of, you know, upfront free work. And then, you know, they decide, oh, gosh, you know, maybe I don't want to do that. And then six months later, we drive by the property, be it a residential or commercial property, and someone's building it. So someone else, like, finished our design or yeah. they just gave it to a contractor built to build it. And, yeah, so that, that, that happened. That's, but, yeah, we, yeah, we, we've definitely figured The screening process is so interesting, and I know I see it a bunch on, on kind of the sales side of real estate. Yeah. And it, there's, there's two people. There's the people out there that have the dream that can complete it, and yep. it's, it's sometimes hard to read until you've done it a few times. Sure, you know, sure. where you're like, okay, is this guy just blowing smoke? Or, you know, are they the real deal? And have, so have, has he done anything before? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what's your track record? What's your history? Yep. And it's kind of interesting to see is sometimes you have to be cautious at the same time as not, you know, judging a book by its cover. Oh, um, totally, totally. But at the same Everybody's time, Everybody's read just those sales books know. and those stories, so, man, about the, the old the guy in the dirty too. jeans that walks yep. into the car dealership <laughs> that, you know, has $1,000 bills just falling out of his pocket. I'll take and those four cars. Exactly. You know? Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> but, no, it's been, I think it's great for our community um, because there are some people out there that are taking some risk right now and they are taking those leaps um, and pumping a lot of dollars into our market from mm. the development aspect yeah. that are taking some risk. And... You know, to be honest with you, I think it's going to pan out. I know just briefly touching on the residential growth aspect of Boise, you know, we're seeing something like, and don't quote me on this, anybody totally. listening to this. <laughs> I think we're, we're supposed just riffing to be, here. we're having about 4,000 people, roughly 4,000 new homes need to be built per year based on yeah. how many people are moving here. I and we're not doing that. Yeah, we yeah. can't meet that, you know, meet those numbers. And you know, there's been some uh, residential developers in our town that have done extremely well, made out very well, Absolutely. and they are still set up for the next 15, 20 years as yep. well. So, well, yeah, and, and we see, I mean, there's big national, you know, residential developers and home builders that have moved in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Toll Brothers is here now, and I mean, they're, That's as far time. as I know, I mean, they're the, one of the biggest, if not the biggest yeah, residential they're, developer, they're home builder. The they're NASDAQ, big time. I yeah. think, right? And, yeah. and we're fortunate enough that we work with those guys, man, and That's they're, awesome. they're cool, and I mean, they're super professional, and they are super dialed. That's so Like, cool. I mean, they're that big, and that, they're who they are because they're good at what they do. Yeah. They're not just, you know, flying by night and just trying to figure stuff out as they go. I mean, they know what they're doing. Now, they are they you want. seeing, um, like, what's your level of... Um, developer coming to town are we seeing like the big guys coming now because i'm kind of seeing it's not just these one two shot guys from different towns guys or girls mm-hmm. and you know it's coming man i think i think it is i think i think those huge huge development companies I, I mean i mean i've heard you know some rumblings of stuff but i think i think we're still a little ways out from them really pulling the trigger on doing anything massive in yeah. our town 
I mean, I mean, you know, with you know, just down the street here, you know, I think it's Opus. You know, they're they're a big developer. They've you know, McIlvan or whatever I think is building some stuff Aren't for them they, down they're here. They're connected to someone in Boise that has some roots, right? Or? I don't know. I'm, okay. not, I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, I know I follow their company on LinkedIn, but I, I don't know anybody there. I don't really know a whole lot about them. Um, I would like to know more, and I probably yeah. should be doing a better <laughs> job of figuring that out. But come on, Christian. I know. I know. There's only there's only so many days in the week and hours yeah, in the day. That's true. Um, but yeah, but you know, when I think of Boise and you know, big developments. You know, and then I spend a lot of time in Salt Lake City. I mean, there's massive developments in Salt Lake yes. City. I mean, I mean, they're making full. I mean, like, like, on the scale of like the Boise Town Square, like not not horizontal construction, like, but, but vertical, vertical, big time construction like that. There's 20 of those being built right now today. That's crazy. And and there's not anything of that size in Boise right now. I, you, I, I think there will be. Do you be. think there's some really strict limitations based on our footprint in the city, the Boise River, like that could hurt us at all? No, I, th I think I think you know the Bo the Boise River, you know what what especially the Boise River and Garden City, that stuff that is a huge asset. Like and that stuff, I mean, you know, you think of you know the Riverwalk in Chicago. Um, That's so true. You know, in, you know, and in, and I've seen. I can't remember. I want to say it's San Antonio in in Texas, where yep. they, it's a similar thing, where they use that river as such an asset. We haven't done that here, really. That's really for, true. I mean, I, th I think for a lot of reasons. I mean, you know, you know, um, environmentally, I think there's a lot of you know reasons in wildlife and that kind of stuff. But I think there's ways to do it really responsibly for us to use it. You know, as this really cool amenity, but also preserve it and even you know probably improve it. Exactly. But 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 yeah, but that that but yeah, there's nothing but opportunity. I, mm -hmm. I think there's so much opportunity. For and that. that's really interesting. I know I've spent some time along the green belt the last year, and I've just been surprised with you know the yeah. Simplot Park. Totally. And totally. All of what they're doing that's in so Garden cool City. There, yeah. It's really cool too. You know, sometimes when you live in a town um, for as long as we have, mm -hmm. you you miss out or you forget about some of the qualities. You kind of take some of that stuff for granted. Yeah, for sure. you do. And Absolutely. you know, when you have, in, I have my in-laws come into town every once in a while, and I'm like, oh, what can we take them to do this time? Yeah. And they have the best experiences here, huh. and That's cool. I get why people will come to college here, go to Boise State, CWI, and they stay And here. then stay, totally. It makes sense. Absolutely. Like, it, it has finally clicked with me after, you know, kind of realizing it from a perspective of someone coming in for a vacation or whatnot, totally. how great Boise is, yep. you know? Yep, But yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, I really think that as the population continues to grow, I, I don't know what the threshold is, but I think we're close to that threshold of hitting you know, our MSA a million people or, or whatever it is. I think I think whatever that threshold is, we're close. Yeah. But I don't think we're quite there enough for those huge, you know, developers, those huge retailers, you know, those huge, you know, commercial real estate users to really look at our market yet. Yeah. I, I know we're I know we're on their rec on on their radar, but I just don't think we're quite there. Mm -hmm. I think it's close. No, and I'd agree with you, you know, in the next five to ten years yeah. we'll really see there'll be one year where some you know, there's going to be a big change. And we've already seen a lot of change oh, totally, year totally. over year, but I, well, I, well, even, I agree even here with downtown. You a lot. I mean, looking at Jump and you know the Fowler and the Water Cooler, and I mean, there's it's, so many. It's and, happening. And in it's it is happening. Yeah, but there's not. I mean, you drive down the freeway in Salt Lake, and the, the, there's just these massive, massive projects. Yeah. These huge companies, you know, the the Silicon Slopes, as they're calling yeah. it now, and these huge tech companies <laughs> building out. I mean, massive. I mean, I mean, hundreds of thousands of square feet of construction right now along, along the freeway there, and, and we don't have that here yet. Yeah. And I, and I think I think I yeah, like behind. I said, I think it's just it's just numbers. We just don't quite have the population base. To do exactly. It. Exactly. But we do have the attention. Don't absolutely. About that. Well, and, and, and <laughs> as we as we know, man, attention is kind of where it's at, and that goes exactly. a long. 
long ways. So what are you doing right now? Um, we met. I'm just drinking coffee, talking I'm to my saying, friend Lake. Um, social media wise. Social media. I wise? like to talk social media. Yeah, no, I, hey, I do too. And you've had some really cool stories. Yeah, in yeah. business in it. What What's your 2020 strategy? And what are you thinking about? So my 2020 strategy is really doubling down on exactly what I've been doing, doing more of it because it's been working. Mm-hmm. Um, both personally for my business stack route group and kind of my, it's not even really a business, the constructivist, I don't make any money with it on purpose. Yeah. That's, it's a thing that, you know, that I do, like I said, I don't make money with it. Um, and for those of you that don't know that are listening to this podcast, Christian has a really cool um, website where he promotes development. Is that the best way to put it? Uh, I'm pro- to no, it's, it's and... really not. I'm promoting people. I'm promoting ah, people. Okay. So Don, you know, Boise Dev Don Day, who, who I know and love, Don, Don and I are friends for sure. Um, you know, he, he's, you know, breaking news and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Like, you know, that real, you know, real journalism. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> I, I'm not doing that. I'm damn I mean, good at it. Oh, no, he's, he's the best. So, yeah, Don is fantastic at what he does. And, and, yeah, we're sort of in the same space with that, but I'm not, I'm not trying to break news. I'm literally trying to promote and tell stories about awesome architects, engineers, contractors, and commercial real estate people in our town because there's so much talent here and nobody is really telling the stories of, of these people. That's what you're known for, Christian. Yeah. Connecting people. That's what I do, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean the way that, you know, historically the news, you know, I'm doing air quotes when I say the news has has reported on our industry is, you know, here's a big cool building that ESI built. End of story. True. You know, it it took, you know, however long to build it, but no mention of you know the commercial real estate folk behind the scene who, who you put know, the deal who, together, yeah, who put the deal together. Who are the guys involved? Yeah, the, yeah, the the attorneys who battled it out for four years. You know, figuring out how to so structure true. the deal. <laughs> you know, the the architects that you know, you know, had you know kind of the concept and work with the owner of how this thing's going to look. The engineers who, you know, designed made, the yeah, thing. designed the whole thing, made it stand up. You know, I mean, none, none of that. There's no mention. Of it. It's it's always people been see s- buildings go up and they go, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, so and so. The name on the building yeah, is the like, contractor. Who built that exactly. Thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and obviously the contractor is, uh, in, I mean, such an important part of it. But without the set of plans, without the forethought, the engineering behind it, I mean, ESI can't just show up and just build a building. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, I mean, they're who they're, bought they're, the land? Who they're, yeah, the land? their company is called Engineered Structures Incorporated on purpose because that structure has been engineered and not by a computer or some, you know. <laughs> entity by yeah. by a team of human beings <laughs> and and those human beings who do that are super cool and super smart and that's what I'm trying to do is tell the stories of those people of the yeah. of the people that put these deals yep. together yep. And, and connecting people I mean yep. I've seen so much benefit from just um, the effort you've put into it it's allowed me to make more connections um, well, and, awesome. you know I truly believe in and you will support this hundred percent is you know People that are successful in business are the ones that have the most connections and know the most. Without people. a doubt, without you know? a doubt. And, and, and at the end of the day, all things being equal, you know, people want to do business with their friends. Mm-hmm. All things not quite being equal, people still want to do business with their friends. So the more friends you have, the more friends you make, the more people you know, the more busy you're going to have. And folks, we're not telling you to just go pass out business cards. No. Make connections. I mean, with you them. can try that and see how that works. <laughs> Let us know. Tweet us tweet us, and tell us how that went. Yeah, because it, it maybe <laughs> does work, but I've never taken that approach. No, I never have either. I never have either, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's but yeah, funny. yeah, but yeah, but at the end of the day, 
you know, people do business with other people. People don't hire StockRock Group because of the name StockRock Group, or then, you know, people hire StockRock Group because of Will, because of Kylie, because of Buster, because of all the awesome people that we have, mm-hmm. not because of the name. Exactly. And, and like with you, man, people come to you to help them with the commercial real estate needs, not because of the name KZB Real Estate or whatever else. You know, yeah. they come because of, I want Blake to, I, I know that Blake can help me and do a really good job for me. Totally. And the trust aspect is yep. something that I've tried to bank a lot of my business off of in yeah. ways. And, and I've seen, you know, commercial real estate is one of those, especially on the sales side, um, it's one of those hard things to break into. You know, especially in our market, it's very tight knit. Yep. You know, I tell people all the time, there's about 40 brokers that are dialed in and active. Sure. And to get in that inner I'm, circle, I, I'm surprised there's time. that many, honestly. Yeah. That's true. I'm you know, I would say many. there's 20 that really yeah. do deals, and there's probably about 40. You know, that are they're on the periphery, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you've yeah. got you've got some stragglers like me out there that aren't with a big shop, so you know, I even at more of a disadvantage than some of those other people. Well, let's, let's talk about that, man. So, I mean, I've heard you say that that's a huge advantage, and you just said that's a disadvantage. Tell, talk to me more about so, that. So, it's mixed, in my opinion. So, for most people getting involved in commercial real estate on the sales side, I took a different approach. I was fortunate enough to have some connections in the industry. My family, my grandfather's been a developer in Idaho for many, many, yep. many years. Um, so I had some relations in the business. My dad's also an active broker developer in town. So I was able to bank off of those relationships. Um, and looking at it from a sales side, um, I think commercial brokerage is in, in a change. We've seen it, we've seen residential brokerage change over the years mm-hmm. um, to a lot more tech advanced. Um, and we're starting to see that change in commercial because the old way of the brokerage shop from my perspective of what's gonna change, um, you know, they'd have so many people on staff and totally. you know, you've got all these assistants and admins and you need a marketing department. Now with the ability of technology, you're able to cut, I would say for every three people you have, you need to have one sure. that can do multiple, be multifaceted in yep. ways. So kind of looking at our market in general, when I got first into the business, I saw a few really decent opportunities with these big shops. Um, and like I'm saying before- And, and I'm was, sure they would have all loved to have they, you exactly. because of I who your family with is. Everybody and, yeah. and I had some connections and I had a client, um, like my family business, to at least get me jump started in the business. Yeah. I see it's really hard to get in and get going unless you have a connection. Mm-hmm. You can't just go, I'm gonna be a commercial real estate yep, agent. Here I am. Good luck, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can do it, it can be it, done. Yeah, it can be done, it has been buckle done. buckle up for three years, yeah. that's the way I say it. So. Yep. Um, what I you know saw is I could go I, I lack some experience going to a big shop because I can't go hey so and so down the hall you know yep. break room talk totally. learning from those really experienced veterans um, but that's where I got sunken into the CCIM education yeah and that kind of fast-tracked me my first two and a half three years is it gave me cool. the ability to have the conversations with the experienced brokers and to have them gain respect within me mm-hmm. that I've put in the education to learn it. Now, nice. it's one of those things in business, you know, your track record. How many deals have you done? You know, things like that. Yep. So when I evaluated my options, um, I elected to kind of go to a much smaller brokerage firm with much more affordable fees because I didn't mind doing some of the work on my own. The totally. marketing and, and that aspect of the business, I really enjoy the marketing and the social media and all that stuff. Yep. But you know, go into a big shop and I'm giving them 50% of my deals. Yeah. 
but they're bringing me more deals. Sure, sure. That was kind of what and I was that's valuing. A, that, yeah, and that's, that's, that's the balance And of I've never yeah. been on that side of it, so I don't know what those true numbers would be. Right. Um, but I do enjoy kind of being my own boss in ways. Sure, you sure. Know? Look For at me sure. right now. I'm in shorts. Absolutely. This is, this is a true size. casual Friday for it's Blake. It's a yeah. very casual Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and if you were down yeah, the street, man, you, you'd be in the suit right maybe. now. Yeah. 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 So, and that's everybody's discretion. Um, and so that's where it's kind of interesting and where commercial brokerage, in my opinion, is going is, you know, these brokerages are needing to evolve. Um, not totally. to say any names, but I am blown away with what TOK has done in our market. Oh. And the, yeah. the research and all that yep. stuff they've done and, you know, all of those other, those big shops, Cushman and Collier's and mm-hmm. Lee and they, they're all doing a great job. Absolutely. You know, it's who can evolve over the next five years, yep. I think is going to really take the next step. Now I'm, you know, pushing to, to be that new modern brokerage in ways. Yep. Um, but at the same time, before I bring on a team of sales agents with me, um, I need the experience. Sure, you know, sure. I've been in the business four years now, and I think it takes five to ten for sure before you can really know what you're talking about. Sure. Well, I mean, I think um, with, with with any biz, man. I mean, totally. We're sitting and here in my landscape too. architecture firm. Our you first year, back. dude, we didn't know anything about anything. Yeah. Neither, we had never, I mean, neither Will and I had ever worked at a firm before. Like, we'd been in landscaping and, you know, around <laughs> it or whatever, but, you know, and Will was a licensed landscape architect, but as far as, like... Isn't it you, funny yeah, to yeah, think, we, don't you, I do this a lot, I kick myself sometimes yeah. because I become biased based on my experiences. Totally. That you're like, oh man, I wish it was year one again and I was just stupid and dumb and would just try random things right. that worked. Oh, that was, you know? those were the days, it's man. It's so funny to think back to that and you're like, oh man, I've stopped doing this because I've either gotten busy or... I found better ways to do it, but that still worked. Yep. Yep. Should we try that method yep. again? Oh, totally. It's interesting. And I'm, st- I mean, I still think of stuff. I mean, we've got, I don't know, 18 employees or whatever now, and I still try to use all the free tools I can find. Yeah. Like I use the the free version of my CRM, the free version of like everything, <laughs> like everything, because awesome. well, I don't want to pay for stuff. Like yeah. if I don't have to pay for it, I'm not yeah. going to pay for it. And there's so, so many resources out there. I mean, shoot, you're seeing so many of these companies building stuff in-house now. Oh, totally, totally. It's, and it's funny. I think the next wave of the whole educational growth and business and all of that is, is computer or like app engineering or absolutely, like absolutely. coding and stuff. Like, yep. like I know nothing about coding, but I know the first person I want to hire is someone that knows how to code. Totally, totally. So I can ask them a question and understand it a little absolutely, bit Absolutely, absolutely. A couple years ago, and, I, and the, 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 the gentleman's name is escaping me right now. I can see his face. Um, but we had he was a keynote speaker at BOMA at, the, at our commercial real estate symposium a couple years ago. Um, and he was, you know, super, you know, commercial, old, older gentleman, been in the game a long, long time. Uh, you know, consults for huge companies on their commercial real estate needs. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris Lee was his name. You okay. Remember, remember yeah, Chris yeah, Lee? Yeah. yeah. And he was talking about, you know, technology. And I mean, he, he, he made, he I made, remember that yeah, one. yeah. People walked out of there either loving it or, or hating, hating it. Or, yeah. or, or <laughs> mad. I, did, I got emails about why would you ever bring somebody like that to Boise? No Dude, people were pissed. Cause yeah. Cause I mean, he literally stood up there and said, Hey, all the brokers in the room, raise your hand. All the brokers did. And he said, hey, in five years, half of you guys aren't going to have a job anymore. Yeah. And everybody was like, what? Yeah. And <laughs> it's like mainly yeah. brokers that come Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everybody was like, how, how dare you? How dare you? How yeah. dare you? Yeah. But, but, but I think he had a, a lot of, I mean. He had some he's, relevant he's in the, facts. He's, totally. he's, he's in throwing the bus- you guys out there. With, yeah. You know, he's he's, he's in the, the business of you. kind of challenging some stuff, obviously, which, which I totally respect. But, you know, talking about technology and the role of the broker becoming so much less, you know, a salesperson person and a, a you know a, a 
more of a helping type role, exactly. like you're just helping advisor. Yeah, I yeah, we're not, the, not exactly commercial real estate broker. Like I'm an advisor. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And you talk about you know with commercial real estate management about how it's not you know you're not managing a property. I mean you're managing uh, manage like helping these people manage their business. Exactly. It's it's so much more That's than, so than what it's always been. Yeah. And I and I always thought that was super interesting. And he, you know he talked about you know he, his one of his predict he had he had this whole list of predictions, but a couple of them were. <laughs> He thinks that in the next, and this was a couple years ago, so maybe maybe it's getting closer now. But he thought that it wouldn't be too long to where you could literally rent, you know, lease or buy commercial real estate on Amazon. That's interesting. Yeah, and, and I I've got mixed feelings about that. The more I get in tune with the market, I understand the value that we bring, but I could still see it happening. Yeah, because exactly. I, because yeah. I see so many businesses in in for the leasing aspect of it. Um, I think the sales is is almost even easier. I mean, it's a calculated number, mm -hmm. and the more data that is collected, the better those numbers get. Exactly. And the sharper that the computer can tell you, yep. don't pay this, pay this. And with like you know services like LoopNet and stuff, with all with all the crazy information they have. Totally. You know, I mean, <laughs> you look at how CoStar has done. I mean, yeah, or Co that's that. yeah, CoStar, yeah, CoStar LoopNet, owns yeah, yeah. LoopNet yep. and yep. Apartments.com. Yep. I mean, it's only a matter of time until they. You know, it's interesting what their play is next. Do they start totally. bringing brokers in house, and then it's co-star brokerage in right. the market? I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, like it could happen, and that's totally. where I think that some of these people could miss out is just not being aware that they have the data. Yeah. And that's where all the dollars lie, in my opinion. Whoever has the most data is going to win. I mean, I mean, that's why Facebook, that's why Twitter, that's why all those big companies, anybody online where you give your information to, that's why they want it because it's so valuable. Totally. Any any data. Email addresses and totally. phone numbers are the only data you can really own on somebody. Totally. Because you can't download people's profiles, exactly. unfortunately. Exactly. You used to be able to. But but as far yeah, you used to be able to. Yeah, but as far as like spending habits and like, you know, what you know what you're looking at on your browser and, and totally. whatever. I mean that type you know, type of you know, retargeted ads and stuff, like your preferences, you know, for totally. whatever. It's crazy it's, how powerful yeah. some of that stuff and you get it, you know, talking to a lot of people, they don't understand the power of and I heard this from a guy that's super into, and I don't want to get too off tangent, like yeah. the Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, yep. is within three purchases, Visa can know who you are and identify your Facebook page. Because it knows <laughs> so can. much yeah, data. Sure, it's like, sure. okay, I went and bought Crest White Strips, hair gel, and baby food. Yep. Oh, that's Blake Haggard. <laughs> that's Isn't that crazy? That's Blake and that Boise, yeah. In, in, I don't know if that's 100% correct, but Dude, I, I bet would it's not far it, off. Man. Yeah. He's, oh, I totally the way yeah. and how smart computers are and calculating and all yeah. that stuff that it can identify. Yeah. A and, that's, and that's the funny thing about, you know, when I hear people talk about, you know, I, I don't want them knowing my stuff or whatever. They just want to sell you shit. Yeah. They don't they don't care about you. They don't they, they just want to sell you stuff. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. That's it's the marketing. Yeah. That's yeah. Like my Google speakers are listening to me. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not well, doing anything. Your phone is and your computer yeah, is too. Yeah, dude. If I was running a you know a crack house, or whatever, yeah, I probably wouldn't have Google yeah. speaker in my in my living room. But you know, I'm not. If, if whoever wants to listen to my kids cry or whatever, like when it's bedtime, yeah. Then, hey, go for it. Yeah, man. enjoy it because it's so pleasant. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, but yeah, they just want to sell you stuff. But yeah, yeah. But what Chris Lee was talking about with that stuff, you know, with you know the way technology is changing, with you know just the role of you know the commercial real estate agent and the you know the property manager, and the one thing that he was talking about too, and I don't remember exactly the the, the details of it, but there was I want to I don't remember if it was title and escrow or there was some big financial been... portion of it that that he thought would be able to be completely cut out of the equation because just a, a, a real estate attorney could do it. Exactly. I don't remember what, what part of and it it was. I would say, you know, I think title and escrow is the first thing that's going to go. Really? In, in, in that, you know, you look at 
they hire a lot of sales managers now. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's that's the hard hurdle I see with that going literally virtual buying something off Amazon yeah. is that part of it. But at the same time, that could be the first thing that could go because it's the easiest thing to computerize or like digitize. Sure. Like what are the records on this land? Yeah. Like who bought it here? What are the easements? What are the entitlement? Like mm-hmm. all that aspect. Well, and with CoStar, man, they've, I mean, they have that. Yeah, and they've been collecting it for a long time how now. Long now? I don't 20, even know. 30 years, Probably. something like that. I mean, I mean, is there anybody that has even close to that database that they do? Oh, no way. I didn't think no so. Way. Yeah, there's an and, and, and the only other person I can think of is Esri. Yeah, and they I've do never heard of that. they do data um, for um, like everybody. Like in their mission statement this year in 2020 is knowing, um, shoot, what is it? It's knowing something before someone else before it happens. Like sure. knowing what's going to happen before it happens. Crazy, like and artificial so intelligence. Yeah, exactly. On, yeah. yeah, and they're talking like the data can be deployed in like contractors and like planning and zone and like all of that fun stuff. It's like, interesting. so yeah, I was introduced to that guy. And, but hmm. I don't know, title and escrow, I mean, once you digitally upload everything, I yeah. would think that it would yeah. make it more easy like to look at records because that's what title, you're paying for insurance on someone's mistake that they missed something sure. along the lines of a building sure, sure. or development. Yep. So that's where it's like, hmm, how do you go back so far? Right. I mean, you can start today or start 10 years ago or 20 years ago, but when will that data take more of a presence totally. than original hand yep. paper and whatnot? Yep. I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously Anybody been... reach out to Christian when you buy your first house on Amazon or online. Yeah, let me know. Let me know how that goes. I buy I'm, program. Because I'm, I'm, yeah, because I'm super curious. Super curious. Yeah, I don't, yeah, with that stuff, I don't think it'll be that far. But what were we talking about, man? We were talking about, like, social media or whatever. Social media, yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, so for 2024 me, I mean, like I was saying, I'm, I'm doubling down on what's working for me. Are you on TikTok yet? I'm not on TikTok yet. Okay, so I've got mixed opinions about okay, it. Okay, tell There's me about that. There's a lot that. of stuff coming out recently about how it's a Chinese-based app. Yep. Um, and that, like, we're talking about data. Yes. How important is that? You know, now that it's... So this is really interesting about TikTok. I had the opportunity through a connection to go down to their headquarters. I saw that you posted some stuff about that, yeah. So I got to go meet some of the people. It was cool, but it was just, it had a a weird vibe. Interesting. A weird vibe. So ByteDance is a Chinese company. Musical.ly was a U.S. company. Okay. um, Operated out of the U.S. And you probably know of Musical.ly or have heard of it. Most people have. I think it sounds familiar. I don't know really anything about it. So Musical.ly was acquired by ByteDance. Okay. I want to say a few years ago. I don't know the exact time frame. But they rebranded it as TikTok. They pumped something like $500 million into influencer advertising for the first three or four years of it. And now it's become this... It's musically rebranded, so they already had a really strong base of a younger generation, funny videos, yep. music, Vine, you know, kind yeah. of that. Yep. You know, you had a lot. You have a lot of creativity in the app that you mm-hmm. don't have in Instagram and Facebook. Sure. Like, there's so many different things you can do to a video to make it like good quality and sure. all these different things. Yep. So what's fascinating to me is I went down to this this headquarters because of a buddy that had a connection, and it was like. An office probably double your size. Yeah. So, so not, a, not a huge office. Not that big. Yeah. They probably got 30 to 40 employees. Okay. And I mean, that's, I don't know what they do. Yeah. But I'm like, this is pretty small for how the attention and how big TikTok is getting. Well, I mean, you've got dudes like Gary Vaynerchuk every day on these totally. podcasts talking about it. You need talking to be there. You need yes, to be yes, there. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And I was speculative. As soon as I saw Gary do it, yeah. I, I kind of follow his lead. Totally, anyways. totally. He is 
in my eyes, a modern day marketer. Absolutely. Um, even though he struggles and gets a lot of backlash for what he does, I think he paves a really good path for if you're trying to start in social media and marketing, mm -hmm. watch his stuff because yeah. he knows what he's talking about. Every time, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't listen to all of his podcasts, but I probably listen to 85% of them. And every time I listen to it, I come away with like, one or two things like you know what that that I'm gonna try that or I need, I need to try it. that or I need to I need to go back to that because I tried that before and you know kind of forgot about it or whatever oh yeah I need to, I need to do that I need exactly to, and it just it just keeps me kind of thinking about it and, and really just kind of motivated in it exactly which, which is super cool. and so it's like as soon as I saw him get on TikTok and I saw like The Rock and Kevin Hart yeah and all these big guys celebrity status I and to touch on this a little bit I use social media as a tool. I don't use it Absolutely. for a time suck. Absolutely. I'm a producer, I'm not a consumer. So I, I got introduced to it, I've done some videos on it. The craziest thing to me is I can post a video and I have close to a million hits yeah. on one of my videos of my daughter playing in the bathtub. Yeah, what, and, and, and like, so like across all platforms combined? No, or, just that one video on like TikTok on, on, has like 875,000 views. Dude, that's crazy. So it's, and it's really random how they, and that's is the it real? Swing. Like, is it real? Are there really that I many people? I don't know. See, and that's that's the part that you. It's a and that's number. Some, and that's it's some, a speculative exactly. Number. And that's some stuff that I've read about it. Is it all? It's all kind of bullshit. It's a smoke and mirrors kind of bullshit thing. Totally. Where, yeah, you're getting a million. It's Millions sucking people of views. in. Yeah, cool. Wait, I mean, what do you do with it? Exactly. Is the most important. Are thing. those are any of those millions of people that are looking at your stuff compelled to? call you or do business or, with you or, exactly. or even consider that or whatever totally. I, you know I don't know so and that's where you know who knows what the yeah. number is because yeah, yeah. I don't care about the numbers I just know that when someone does business with me and they're like oh I found you on yep. Instagram or yep. Twitter and that and that's that exactly just, why just fuels the fire and that's exactly you know? why like I said I'm doubling down and just keeping keeping my foot on the pedal of what I've been doing and because what's every single day I talk to them like oh dude you know, I see all you guys' projects and all the stuff you're doing on LinkedIn or on Twitter or on you know Instagram or whatever. I'm like, Gives yep. you that credibility, yeah. and it's and it's not that you're trying to brag about what you're doing. You're nope. just sharing. Yeah. This what is, this projects is what, you're working on. This is it's what not we like do. you're trying to you know. Yeah. And that's where I think some people get away from it is they go, oh well, it's the fancy cars and the girls and yeah. all that crap. Yeah, yeah. You know that drives me nuts. And I don't show any of that stuff, man. I mean, you know, picture my kids here and there. Yeah. Like on my personal stuff, but yeah, I don't like. When you see me like not post for a while, that's usually because I'm on vacation. Yeah, and, and so many people, the only time they post is when they're on vacation. That's true. You know, that's and that's, very that's, true. That's, that's when I don't post. That's so true. Yeah, and that's that's a really good thing to live by. And you know, it's all up to how you perceive it. I probably share, looking back on, it, I share a little bit more of my life than I would have wanted to. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like my wife does a ton of social media for a scrapbook. Yeah, she loves keeping track of all of this stuff, and yep. it's even looking back on you know when we first started dating years totally. ago. It's like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. cool because we don't totally cool. print off photos and right. put them on the shelf. You know, you're at home doing like, physical you don't scrapbooks do that anymore. Yeah. So, dude, I tried at our house, man. We've got like I went and bought like all this scrapbooking gear and all this shit, <laughs> and we did it for like a weekend and like two years ago. And I don't even know if I've looked at it since. Like, so, oh, yeah, but, yeah, I'm going old school with this stuff, man. I'm yeah, going to print photos and. And all that stuff, and yeah, that's it, so funny. It's, a real, it's kind of a pain in the ass. It really is. Yeah, I, now really I remember is. why I never really now did you're it. Like, no. oh man, my camera roll is great. It's exactly, exactly. Scroll through it when exactly. you're on the airplane. You don't have service. I'll and... carry this heavy book with yeah. me with streamers and <laughs> hey, shit, fall, glitter hey, falling out of it. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, exactly. But um, to kind of tie it in with TikTok is an interesting platform. I 
recently since I've read some stuff about it, I haven't been as engaged in it. Yeah. Just because I'm not sure, is it real? Is it what's like? Is the government going to shut it down? Right. You know, because it's well, getting, and, and, and exactly like like to spend a bunch of time or whatever, like doing this thing and have it just go away. Yeah. Like that would suck. And that's where it's like that's that's the risk you're taking. It could yeah. change tomorrow. Sure. You know? I mean, any 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 social media could. Totally. I mean, Instagram totally could. Faith, you know, with all yeah, the any marketing, legal, Google, whatever stuff that all that stuff. Yeah, change all, the algorithm by like one zero or one yeah. o. And that changes everything. And it changes everything. Which, 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 yeah. I mean, even with, with all. I mean, on Stack Art Group, on our Instagram, we have almost ten thousand followers, and our. I mean, I'm not doing anything really different. It's so funny from day to day, hour to hour, and I and I'm A/B testing stuff like every day right yeah. now, trying to figure out like when and what, What's like working. when I should be posting. Because yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I can post something that that I'm not like super like I'm I'm good with, but I'm not like. Dude, I'm super excited to post yeah, this thing, I can't and like wait. I wrote this killer caption or whatever. Like everything I post isn't like that, and sometimes the ones that I'm that I'm not that jacked about get way more engagement I than feel ones. Like that's like the biggest thing. Yeah, is and, and it's all about timing. Your you, timing, yeah. and you're your own worst enemy. Sometimes is you get so excited and jazzed about this one picture, this yeah. video, and then yep. it's like, and it doesn't get a lot of reach, but right. And that's like the game of it. That's oh, totally, yeah, you and that, know? exactly. And that's it's like, how come this worked over this? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. is it the time? Is it the the content or yeah, all those yeah, different Yeah, what, what, what was it? Yeah. But for those of you listening to the podcast today, I'm going to give you guys a little social media tip. If you're not on LinkedIn, get on LinkedIn. Absolutely. From a business aspect, I know we haven't talked about that much today, but oh, we're going to. it's something that's very, um, it's a tool. It's a very high powered tool. And I, who owns Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and a couple, couple, three-ish years ago, they bought it. Yeah, the power of Microsoft and team, like their Microsoft Word and Excel and Teams, have really leapfrogged this last year. I mean, even going to the extent of taking over, kind of like what Slack was doing, totally team management and whatnot. Then you throw LinkedIn into the mix. I mean, that's a big data play for them as well. But um, I recommend. For all of you that don't have a LinkedIn, get a LinkedIn. Absolutely. The most important thing I can say is make sure your profile is very professional mm-hmm. and use it as a resume. Put all your info in Absolutely. there. Fill it out completely. Exactly. And they do a really good job of walking you through what to fill out. Totally. And telling step you by your step. profile, it's 85% complete. Yep. Get, it, get that thing to 100. Yeah, get it to 100. Get a pro- good profile picture going. Yep. Not a, not a selfie, not a cropped <laughs> photo of you at your sister's wedding. Yeah, like a real like headshot. A good headshot, and yep. there's plenty of photographers out there Tons. that would be more than I'm, willing to I'm do it. I'm come down to the Stockard Group office. I'm more than happy to do that for you. Yeah, Christian, line it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing on LinkedIn that's working? Do you use Sales Manager like the paid? I don't. I don't. don't? I don't. Okay. I don't use that. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, what works for me is, I mean, in in my industry, what we do are target clients are, it's, it's a pretty narrow search for us. I mean, developers, okay. architects, civil engineers, um, sustainability people for large corporations, um, depending on the company or whatever, like facility managers, if they, if they have a, like a campus, like the facility manager is good. So it's a pretty narrow, you know, You've lane got, yeah, that we're target. in. So, yeah. so I mean, I use it, I mean, I will literally go to, go to LinkedIn and you and the search tools in LinkedIn are crazy. The way you They've can slice and dice so who you're good. looking for, yeah. yeah. So I can go, okay, you know, we, you know, got a, a bunch of work in, you know, in Denver. So I want to find some more architects, more developers to work for in Denver. So I can literally go in, put architects in Denver. Boom, here are three thousand architects in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. So I will personal literally message, personal message, personal, yeah, yeah, just start it. connecting, hitting them up, just kind of seeing who who connects. Obviously, if somebody connects, I'm like, cool. 
there's somebody that gets it. So exactly. I'll, you know, either, and, and what I found is just sending a, like a DM on LinkedIn doesn't work. I don't think I get for, so for many who I'm talking ones. They're all I think every, a lot they're of people have started to get like, I don't check my DMS in LinkedIn as much because it's like, Oh, yep. 20 messages. And I'm like, sometimes I'll miss one good one. And exactly. Like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like, so, so, so my, and I mean, this is, Go ahead and go ahead and use this because this and this honestly works for me. So I'll connect with somebody. Once they connect with, I mean, as quickly as I can from my phone or my laptop if I've got it open or my you know workstation here in the office, I'll shoot them a message and I'll just say, hey, thanks for connecting. That's it. That's as far as our, my interaction with them on LinkedIn ah, is going to go. Okay. I will then find their email, their work email address, uh-huh. and I will and I will send them an, an email. Hey, thanks for connecting on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I found, you know, I came across you, you're, you know, you're an architect. Um, architects come to us at Stack Art Group all the time because they need awesome landscape designs to complement yeah. and enhance their buildings, make stuff more sustainable. If we can ever help, holler. That's a really good, because yeah. once you connect with someone, you have the access to their email. Yes. Well, and even if you don't, with all, with all the search tools there are, like yeah. Hunter.io is insane. What's that? Is insane. So, it, so it's hunter.io on the internet. Um, you can put in a company URL and it will show you a bunch of email addresses. You can put in somebody's name and it will That's search the cool. internet and find, like if somebody you know, was mentioned in an article or if there's some company directory out there, whatever, like it, will, it, will find, that. it will find their email address. Wow. It, not, pretty... it, I mean, it's not 100%, but it's probably, it's close. dude, it's probably 85%. Yep. 85% of the people I search like for, we're boom. talking about another one of those tools out there, guys. Yep. There is so many resources out there to grow your business. You just got to Google it. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Mama Google <laughs> or, knows or all, no, man. Or knows something. Yeah. Mama Google, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. And, and with finding email addresses, I mean, in, in Hunter.io, it will tell you, like, these are the, t- the, like, these, you know, first name dot last name dot, you know, at company domain, like, this is likely their email address. We couldn't yeah. find it, but this is, you know, and then it'll show you all these other people. So, boom. It's the way to do it. Just fill it in and go. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I need to, I'm going to steal that. Do it. That do it. Do it. Seriously, it works. Because I know that I've, I've, wanted to produce more content, but I need yep. to kind of flip my brain a little bit and maximize it from a business aspect yes. now, rather than just saying follower, followers, followers, because yep. that's, there's a tension there, mm-hmm. but now it's converting that in a professional manner exactly. rather than saying, Hey, call me on your lease. Yep. You know, you have to make that personal connection and touch yeah. and that's make the personal connection. And then, and then the content that I, you know, that I share on LinkedIn is a lot, I mean, sometimes it's, you know, blog stuff or projects from our website just so people can see what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's a article from Archetizer Magazine or somewhere where it's this cool house or this crazy building and I'll, just, and I'll post that and say, like... This is rad. This is cool. And yeah. because of this. And, and, and a lot of people like that stuff. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is you don't have to be so... Um, you don't have to create all your own content. No, God There's no. great content out there that you can provide your opinion on. Absolutely. And what that opinion does is it gives someone some context to trust mm-hmm. you a little bit because you they, sound yeah. like you know what you're doing and you And you're do clearly know paying what attention doing. to whatever, you know, I mean, if I owned a restaurant, yeah, I would be sharing stuff on LinkedIn, whatever else, you know, about, exactly. you know, cool new food stuff or, totally. you know, what, or this what, new I, restaurant that opened up in Chicago somewhere yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Just showing so that you're true. an expert in, in your field. That's so true. Yeah. And I'd recommend to all of you guys listening, if you are, you know, people like and trust people that do voice their opinions. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to just say it. 
don't have an opinion about religion or politics. Cle- yeah, clearly. people away. Clearly, yeah. But, <laughs> but on, take that with a grain of salt yeah. if you like to. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah. But, but at the same time, but, like, like in my yeah. world, architecture, yeah. I, I, you know, I saw this thing, like this building. I think this building is awful because of this. You know, that's good. What, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Or you know, I think this building is great because of this. You know, what do you think about that? Totally. And, and that just generates conversation. And, and, that, you know and what that's that makes what you're trying to do. Of is when Gary Vee first started, yeah. he would do wine videos and exactly. talk about wines and what they'd taste like. Yep. And I remember one of his videos where he's eating wine and his, he was eating Fruit Loops with wine because it, the wine, <laughs> he's like, it tastes like Fruit Loops yeah. and Sour Patch. There's like something Too just funny. Yeah. off the wall where this wine tastes like crap yeah. because of this. And this is what it tastes like, bark. And like... Bark. <laughs> Too funny. So yeah. it is true. It's, it's good to provide your honest, truthful opinion because mm-hmm. that taps into someone's trust level and respect level, yeah. I think of you totally. too. Well, and, and obviously it's, it's not important. all good. Yeah. You know, there's no. things out there that you might no. have an opinion about that suck. And, and you know? can say that I don't like this building or this thing because of this and you're not attacking the architect no. or whoever did it. Like, you're not saying this dude's a fool because exactly. he, you know, didn't put enough you know, soffit, what, you know, whatever. Totally. But you can just say, I don't, it just doesn't work for me because of this. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. You know, that's so cool. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, but LinkedIn, man, I mean, yeah, so to Blake's point, building your LinkedIn profile in, 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 I, so I've been, I was a super early adopter of LinkedIn. I, I, dude, I've been on LinkedIn for probably, dude, fifteen Eight. years. Oh, wow. Like I, I was seriously early, early it was on. Like that. clunky, like so clunky. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I, like I can. I mean, I remember sitting with my laptop on my in my lap like three houses ago, <laughs> which which is how I know that was probably easily twelve to fifteen yeah. years ago. Um, yeah, and it was super clunky and super weird. But I, I, the way I've always kind of thought of LinkedIn is I want to be in other people's Rolodex. It's not about me collecting collecting contacts, yeah. but it's, I want to be in other people's Rolodex. Ah. So that way, when I do post something, or for whatever reason, they're, you know, an architect developer somewhere from you know Minneapolis is coming to Boise, and they either Google us, which SEO is a whole other conversation, yeah. but they go to LinkedIn to find somebody who you know is in landscape architecture or whatever, like I want to be in, in their contacts. Yeah, 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 yeah. What percentage of your business is like Boise versus out of Boise? You know, we're probably, I'd say we're probably 65% Boise in the okay. balance everywhere else. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we do a lot of stuff here, but yeah, I mean, we have stuff in <clears throat> Seattle, Portland, Southern California, Northern California, Arizona, Texas. We've got some monster, awesome work in Florida right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. You yeah. need to travel down there for that? Not if I can help it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, not in the summer for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, will, I mean, no. If our client needs us there, we'll, we'll do whatever yeah. they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, we'll do whatever they want. I'm not trying to go live in Florida, but I'm, I'm, I'm Florida's weak. just a long ways away. It's, it's, That's a, yeah, what it is. exactly. My family's Eight hour here, plane man. Ride and... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a desert dweller. I don't, I don't do well in that amount of humidity. <laughs> I've been a desert dweller my whole life. That's so funny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but LinkedIn company pages. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, social media examiner and some of the other stuff that I pay attention to are all calling 2020 the year of the LinkedIn company page. So oh. now is a really good time to start building out your company pages um, just because of, you know, sort of, you know, similar ish to, you know, a Facebook page. And now you have, you know, a company page on LinkedIn, which they've had for a long time. They're but, just but getting more robust. Is getting, and yeah. then I think to tie that in, I think everybody bases their stuff on the reach it gets from Google. Yes. Because that's where everybody searches everything. Yep. And LinkedIn business pages are starting to get more credit within Absolutely. the Google algorithm. Yep. So, yep. I mean, go Google your business if you have a business LinkedIn so you, page and see how high up there it that's is. A, that's a great exercise. Because yeah. it is sending people to 
mm-hmm. your LinkedIn because it, it's a qualified, it's verified in ways. It has to be connected to an actual profile account. Exactly. It's exactly. kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So business page, personal page, uh, my advice on someone who either already has or is getting ready to um, build out their, their personal LinkedIn page, write about yourself, not in the third person. That is such a pet peeve of mine. Blake has a, Haggett is a commercial real estate agent based in Boise, Idaho. No, you're talking about yourself. Oh, man. You know? I need to change my bio. Is that... I, I know yours isn't like that, <laughs> no, but... it probably but, is. But, but, the, but those it. are the ones that I, I'm like, dude, so nobody wrote this. You're not famous. Nobody, yeah. nobody wrote... Your <laughs> biographer... You? Yeah, your biographer didn't write this about you. Oh, dude. Gosh, this is I'm about yourself. I'm going to have to go check my LinkedIn yeah. bio and make sure yeah. I'm not breaking the Christian Because, I mean, clearly... It is I'm, true, though. I mean, no. clearly, I'm not the authority in this or whatever, but when I read that stuff and you're it's personal like, and it's something right, like dude, come yeah, on yeah dude you're not famous yeah yeah we're in boise yeah there's nobody famous real. in boise whatever even <laughs> famous so people in boise aren't that famous <laughs> that's very true very very true boise is very 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 small in the mm-hmm. large scheme of things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you don't know that already well and we i mean here we talk about that all the time that i mean if we weren't chasing work and doing stuff in other other markets we would be doing ourselves such a disservice i mean boise as much as we love it Dude, Boise is like six exits off the freeway. Like yeah. it's there's That's a whole it. there's a whole big world out there, and if we're not looking at other places, man, we're I mean, what are we That's doing? That's so true. There's there's so much not only work and business outside of it, but we are in a little call it a hot pocket. Yeah, you know? we are in it. Yeah, hot pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, guys, this has been an ultimate pleasure oh, to hang out with Christian. The pleasure is all mine. I'm going to give you guys a little motivation for the day, and this is something that I'm I've been coming up with on my own. Um, about who you surround yourself with. And I think that that's something that, Christian, you do a great job of. I know something that I try and um, really focus on in my world is, you know, you've everybody has heard the quote, hang out with five people you want to be like or become. Totally. I've taken a, a spin off of that and re-put it in a different context. And I think of it as your top ten. Five of those people are your reach buddies. Mm-hmm. Those are the people you want to become, you want to surround yourself with. Three of those people are at your same life. Maybe they had kids together. Maybe financially you're in the same part so you can relate. Totally. You can't always be reaching for, I want to be this, I want to hang out with that because you don't want to come off as asking for. Totally. You want to totally. build a good quality relationship. And then the last two in your circle of 10 are people below you. And that's not cert, not necessarily financially. Maybe they are younger. Maybe they're not married yet. Maybe they don't have kids yet. Newer maybe to whatever industry. High school. Maybe they're you know. I spend a lot of time in entrepreneurship. So maybe they're coming to you for advice. But you mm-hmm. have to be, because you can learn a lot from that person as well. Absolutely. So I've tried to you know really highlight and focus on some of those things rather than just having oh a top five I've got to reach to be with these circle and yep. these people. Yep. Um, I've really kind of rebranded that in a way of, you know, trying to understand I've gotten to where I've gotten because of the people above me as well as the people below me. For sure. You know, and not to say that you're higher this whatnot, but there's life experiences that we all go through. Yep. I mean, I can't remember, you know, or I can remember sitting down with you going, what's it like to have a kid? Yeah. I had no freaking idea. <laughs> and yep. you're like, and now here you are, here you go. Buckle up, get ready for sleep and lots of coffee. And yep. I'm like, that's the coolest, like. There's so much we can learn from other individuals, totally. business, life, all aspects of it. That's what makes it fun. So maybe focus on that. 2020 little yep. tip from Blake Haggett today is, is find your top 10 and really identify them of the people you want to really surround yourself with. 
Love it. You like that? I, I, dude, I think that's fantastic. So one, one quick thing before we go, Blake, let everybody know that's listening to this how they can find you, where they how can they find can you. How they can find yeah. me. Best place to find me is on Instagram. It at Blake underscore Hags, H-A-G-Z, C-R-E, and C-R-E is for commercial real estate. I'm thinking of just changing it to Blake Haggett yeah. so people can find me better. Sure. Um, but Instagram is probably the best way to find me. I respond to every single DM I get. Um, but don't spam me or else I'll put you in my general <laughs> folder. You get blocked, exactly. <laughs> um, but that's the best place to find me. Um, I'm more than happy to help any of you on your commercial real estate needs, sales. Um, I love to just sit and have coffee and talk business, entrepreneurship. I'm an open book, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. Blake Haggett, everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. There we go. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Christian Radio. If you liked it, please make sure to subscribe, share it on social media, and if you have questions or want to hear about anything specific that I might be able to talk about on the show, hit me up on Twitter at Christian Heiner, K-R-I-S-J-A-N-H-I-N-E-R, and you can find this and more content at ChristianHeiner.com. Thanks.